Silman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott. Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. The real talent on the show. Oh, boy. I like to say. You're going to need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! You're remarkably not full face into the the video today, Dom. Well done. Oh yeah. Well, what I, I I had my thing unplugged, so I think when I had to adjust it, it's somehow slightly better framed now. Today's snack is wisps cheese pretzel ball bites. Wisps. I'm gonna ask, what's a wisp? Is it like basically like a popcorn without the no, corn? No, a wisp is like a parm crisp. Is it a parm crisp brand item? No. Do we need, do we need to update our commercial? No, it's a different brand. Also, Same. unrelated completely, because I just wanted to read ahead. Is it Sinead? Sinead? O'Connor? O'Connor. Sinead? Sinead. Okay. Sh. Sinead. Sh. Like, Sinead? Yeah, Sinead. It's an Irish name. Call your girlfriend. I don't. I could call it. She would know. It's Sinead. She, she might literally have a cousin with this name in Ireland. Yeah, Sinead. Sinead Okener. She she's given me some of her cousin's names, and she's like, her, "My cousin's name is this. Spell it for me, and I'll spell how you would spell like a normal human being." She's like, oh, "No, she, actually, how you spell it is this way." Irish explaining you. Yeah, she's Irish. Play all on. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like the TikTok that's like 
Mixplaining. The, the list of, yeah. of several different Irish names and how they're spelled. Yeah, yeah it's like you would never. Like, there's that one actress, out. like Sheer Sharonin or whatever Saoirse. her name is. Her, her name Saoirse. is all weird looking. Sersha. Sersha. Exactly. Exactly. But it's spelled S O I R E, right? Yeah, it's Sersha. Sersha. <laughs> Makes I, sense I think, to someone. I think the only one that, like, is, like, mainstream American is. Is the pr- that pronunciation of Sean like spelled S E A N, but you say it Sean? Steen. Yeah, Steen. Like that's the most prominent, that, yeah, Irish pronunciation. That's you know, yeah. our Gaelic, I guess it would be. Right? We're uh, we're live and not discussing geek topics. Just putting it out there. Big Kev's Irish name stuff. Big Kames. Big Kames. If I yeah. if I didn't, if I didn't say his own name. Yeah, a lot of Irish names. Not a great Irish names. Them. Picking them out now. What's what's the Irish version of Kevin? You know what's a great Irish name to name a kid? Mm. Mm. Kevin. Is Kevin an Irish name? Is Kevin yeah. Irish? <laughs> of course it is. It means of Kev. <laughs> of the Kev. Dad, who am I named after? You're named after Uncle Kev. It means handsome. Does it? Yes. I know. <laughs> that was sarcasm. It it has Irish roots and survived for the name. I'm not even gonna try to fucking pronounce this, <laughs> which means handsome and gain, which is birth. So handsome birth, Kevin. There you go. That's me, handsome birth, handsome birth, and his brother after. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, now we'll do the show. Are you ready to do a show now? Uh, now that we got everybody like laughing, let's start off with uh, sad, sad news. In the uh, <laughs> as we're starting off this episode, uh, the late great Pee Wee Herman passed away. Was it yesterday? Yep. Yep. Sandwich. What's your first memory of Mr. Pee Wee Herman? I watched one of his movies when I was a kid. I think it was. I think it sounds silly to say he went on an adventure, but I feel like he went on an adventure with like Vicky Valancourt was in the movie. I feel like who the actress who played Vicky Valancourt from the water boy, I think was in the movie or maybe I'm oh. somehow. That sounds like big top. Oh wait, that might be big top. Cause that's certainly not Peewee's yeah. big adventure. Like the first one is Peewee's big adventure. Mm-hmm. Directed, the better one directed by who sandwich who directed Peewee's big adventure. It was it not Peewee. Whose no. first movie was it? Let me let know. me give you a hint. Here's, here's let me give a you a clue. Hint. Wait, yeah, go ahead. Soundtrack by Danny Elfman. Is that what you is that what your clue is gonna be? No, that wasn't what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I'm Batman. Oh, that's too that, that's a dead giveaway. Oh, is Christian Bale's first? Or no Nolan? <laughs> no. Wait a minute. If I say who's the director and the soundtrack is by Danny Elfman, that's not a giveaway to you? I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm blind. I know. How about we, this? We've How, about this? How about this? How about this? This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Oh, Burton. Yes, Tim Burton. Now, let oh. me let me say this. What is your favorite Batman movie? My favorite one. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the name because I'm just so involved in something else right now. But it's the one with Keaton and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Directed by Tim Burton. And who is in that? Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. 
He's he the, played the he, Penguins' dad. Penguins' dad. He did. And, and I mean, but it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure that springboarded Burton into directing Batman. I mean, without Pee Wee's Big Adventure, there, Burton would not have been the director of Batman. Is that fair yeah, to say? Yeah, I, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I vividly remember sitting in the theater, seeing Pee Wee's Big Adventure when it came out with my best friend, and both of us jumping out of our seats with fear when the large march scene happens it was so 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 unexpected and so great and i will always remember that moment of large march tell them large march (laughs) so okay so we've each shared a peewee memory kev it's your turn i met peewee herman at some convention i was backstage chatting with him and he was the nicest person in the world very humble very nice very appreciative and you know and i told him about the show and everything and i asked if he would do an id and he did which you'll hear later on um and i mean you you just want to like you know, I followed him on social media, and he always had these wacky, fun, very peewee things, peewee Herman things to share. Um, I suppose the most in the most recent interaction, if there was one, was myself, OG, E Rock, and I can't remember who else was there. Uh, we all went to Pee Wee Herman Live on Broadway. And we are actually in the audience, in the center, in the front. And we're on that TV special. Oh, wow. What yeah, year is that? that? What's that? What year was that, roughly? That was only a couple of years ago. Oh, it was, re- oh, it was a kind of a newer yeah, one. Okay. I think it was before I left for Hawaii. So maybe, I don't know, six, seven years ago. The most recent time he did a live show. Uh that's when, yeah, maybe it was a bit longer than that. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not quite 10, maybe it's 10 years ago. Maybe that's where E-Rock got the uh, photo that he's able to put in black and white on his Instagram, uh, signifying the death of anyone. E-Rock's got a black and white picture on his Instagram. Well, probably he was in studio at some point. Yeah, I would assume. Uh, I don't recall, but Maybe. But yeah, I think I think what you said though about him being a very nice guy it seems to be that seems to be the consensus that he's just a a, a, a kind, humble, uh, and, and actually you know quieter person with Pee Wee being the character, right? You know about characters, right, Big Kev? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like dice. The only dice character is a character. On this I mean, show there's is the sandwich right there, There's Andrew Silverstein. And then there's dice, just like there's, you know, there's the sandwich, right? Yeah, you know, if you bumped into him on the street, he would be totally different than he is on the show because it's a persona like a completely that, he, different person. that he puts on. I'm really, really quiet and reserved <laughs> in real life. And he doesn't like dice at all in real life. That's just, no, that's yeah. a bit for the show. Absolutely. You know, pulling back the curtain here. We don't want, you know, we don't want to. Hey, oh, I think I have a dice, did you follow that link and go get those free cheese dice? I, I didn't see that. I've seen that link on other places, so I was hesitant. You know, it's it's funny that you shared that because I also I put the 
just the image of that without linking to it on our Instagram the other day with the same kind of thing. Oh, here's some cheese dice, you know, uh, dice and cheese party for. Yeah, I, I had seen that and it it bugged me out that I saw it too many places. I'm like, uh, I'm like, give it a minute. Maybe for some reason it just freaked me out. But the Facebook link uh, had several most likely fake uh, people saying, "Oh, this place is great for dice." So who knows? Nice yeah. scam. Kev likes to share uh, pyramid schemes in our uh, show group chat. You know, hey, join this. This is great. <laughs> you should definitely give this person your social security number. Well, I just gave it out. So, like, you know, <laughs> I just handed it out again. So, you know, I feel like doing it, weird. Doing it twice is just weird. I don't worry about any such things because of our latest sponsor, LifeLock. <laughs> LifeLock <laughs> protects your information. I can give out my social right now. One, four, three. 727-4984. And I have no problem whatsoever giving that out because I have the protection of LifeLock. LifeLock guarantees you up to $1 million in restoration and lawyers' fees funds when they got to sue bitches for stealing your shit. Yeah, why'd, you give, up, why'd you give Check up my, out today. my uh, social security number? What's that? Kev, that's, Kev, why'd you give up my number? That's fucked up. <laughs> Be sure to use the code GeekStuffTNG at checkout for 10% off your first year with LifeLock. There you go. You, get, you always got to get, get the spot in there to, to make it a good spot. Yeah, we're going to get calls. Uh, let's see. Please and desist promoting our product on your terrible program. <laughs> Someone I mean, said the fuck word right after you promoted our our product. Well, you know that guy that used to give out his social security number got identity thefted like into a Armageddon, like for doing that, right? I didn't know that. No, but that's funny. They can't. I mean, they can go and try to restore your credit history and so forth, but they can't stop people from trying. And since he did literally give out his social security number, there were just limitless people trying to use it. So there you go. Um, but while we're on the subject of uh, social medias and, and advertisements, let's do a spot for the show. Be sure you're following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Threads. It's GeekStuffTNG in all those places. You can go to the website, GeekStuffTNG.com, if you want to call in and tell us about your cool cheese-shaped and colored dice. You can call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Or you can email us a picture of it at... Uh, GeeksofTNG at gmail.com. Send us a picture of your social security number. Yeah. And then uh, we'll share it online. <laughs> right. Just just take a photo with your phone and send it. You could also, for a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord server. So you could just put a copy of your social security card or credit card, if you like, right there in the Discord server. Uh, and we'll upgrade you. If you put a copy of your credit card in the Discord server, we'll upgrade you from $1 a month to the $3 a month early bird special where you get the show as soon as we're done recording it and a copy of the prep sheet. $5 a month, it's the bonus round where you get the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Um, we had a time jump in the vintage episodes, so we are somewhere in the 150s. We're about the lost episodes, like the Honeymooners. There are about 50 episodes that are lost in time until... Kev can search for them in the unit. Um, and then... Uh, they physically ran away into the unit somewhere. Yeah. Like it, they, they gained sentience and they've, ran, and they've ran away. They're in Narnia. You know, you go to the back yeah. of the unit and then you find vintage episodes on a CD-ROM in the land of Narnia that yes. uh, that Mr. Tal- Talmus? Tumnus? What Tal- was his name? Talmus. Mr. Tumnus uh, yeah. is, uh, is listening to on his uh, Zune. 
in uh, Narnia. Um, Today's show is also sponsored by Wisps Cheese and Pretzel Bites. That's right. The deliciousness of cheese with some pretzel crumbs in it. You know the crumbs at the bottom of the pretzel bag? Take that, roll it in a little cheese, and then bake it, and you have Wisps Cheese and Pretzel Bites. Wow. Wisps Cheese and Pretzel Bites. I love the cheese and the pretzel bites. (laughs) They're so good. I mean, while we're hawking shit, I got my Skittles bag right here. Do you think I can get some free Skittles out of this? Uh, I could get something oh. out of this show? <laughs> Let me see what I got in my room. Hold on. Wait. Everyone look for snacks. Quick. We're getting sponsors. <laughs> what is it? What's the, what's the famous one? Jelly Belly brand, and all of which I will name now. How, how many all of can which you I will name for you right now. We should call this one Sponsored By. <laughs> sponsored By. Here we go. Episode 700 and something. 30. 30 sponsored by all right what do you got sandwich all right so uh i don't have, i don't have snacks but i have moonshine <laughs> sponsored uh, by moonshine. old smoky my old smoky mountain tennessee moonshine i have some beach is the name of the uh some beach the liquor i have here it's uh, uh a cream liqueur Ew, fancy my grandmother gave this to me it's got nice palm trees on it it's like i'm with kev <laughs> I'm on some beach. You know what? You're not. You're not in front of the camera. That's where you're not. Oh, we should have a drinking show. Start drinking it, sandwich. Just start doing. Do a shot. Like every time, uh, you know, every time Kev gets mad about Hasbro, you have to do a shot, and you'll just be lit by the end of the episode. It'll be. It'll go down in history. There's no Hasbro news. (laughs) That doesn't mean you won't get mad about something. Yeah. Well. True. All right. Let's. uh, Let's see. Let's move on. Let's do a little box office news. Like, kind of get into actual. Actual show here. Well, do the thing. Do the thing. Oh, boy. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Geek stuff. What's in the news? Yeah, the thing. The thing. I did the thing. Um, it's called production. Production values. Uh, production values were excellent. So, Kev, I asked you what movie's playing on the island, and you said it's it's that tra- the human trafficking one, right? Something. What What's the human trafficking one called? Um... Oh my god, I can't think of it. The Disney one, right? Is it from Disney? Yeah, I don't know if it's from Disney. What's the What's that movie? Can't think of the movie. Anyways, there's what movie's out, Kev? We lose Kev. Is he here? We just doesn't want to talk about human trafficking. Um, I'm here. I'm just chewing. What movie is the human trafficking movie? The Sound of Something. Freedom! Sound of Freedom! There you go. Freedom! There you go. So that's the only one playing on on the island. Well, Mm -hmm. it's probably because there are no available... I don't... You know, it's not like there's copies of movies anymore because it's all digital. They just beam that shit in, right? Like, it's not like... There was a time when they would have to, like, put reels of a movie on a boat and send it over to Hawaii, right? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I don't know how 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 it's done or or isn't done here, but I do know we didn't get Indiana Jones, which I was pretty sure we were getting this week, and then we didn't. So now I'm nervous. That, that you're not going to get it. Kingdom of the Will Kingdom of the Crystal Skull two be the only Indiana Jones movie I've never seen on the big screen? <laughs> only time will tell. 
Uh, you know, maybe by the time you get uh, back for New York Comic Con, you can. Uh, it'll be on like the the cheap theater, right? Maybe. I can't even think of a cheap theater near me. Do, do they? They still have cheap theaters, right? There's like the. I, I can't I even mean, think of one in the area. In, in my day, it was. You got to go out into the hills. The sandwich. dollar you gotta theater, go, like you got to go up to like what you call it, county out there, like. Like not in New York, but by by New York where we saw the yeah. other movie. Yeah, yeah, but not that theater because that's a good theater. No, I know the Lafayette you're referring to. Yeah, but yeah, I'm talking like Sussex. Yeah, Suffern County. <laughs> well, uh, in the sticks of New Jersey, the sticks. So movie theaters have had a one of their best weekends, like in hundred hundred over hundred years because of uh, Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. So it's See, just, which one like, have you seen? I have not seen either. And I neither have I. I haven't seen any of them yet. I want to see Barbie more than Oppenheimer. Why? They say Oppenheimer is probably going to be one of the best films of all time. I don't know. I don't. I I, I just have a hard time believing that hype. Nothing. It looks bad. I just I don't know if I want to see that but it's not, it seems really intense yeah it's also, intense. i gotta find someone to see it with it's not it's not like escapism you don't walk out of it's not a feel-good movie you don't walk out of oppenheimer going oh hey just like you don't walk out of saving private ryan going oh what a fun time that was right yeah and as you go see barbie you're probably gonna walk out saying hey that was that was a fun movie right yeah and everybody i mean everybody is raving about barbie as well yes oppenheimer is Clearly, you know, good acting, good directing, good story. I mean, it's it's a well well done movie, but from all accounts, so is Barbie. So people are loving only, Barbie. The only thing I keep hearing about Oppenheimer, besides as a good movie, um, there is a Florence Pugh scene that people keep talking about. Apparently, um, and by people, do you mean Big Kev? Uh, Kev hasn't talked to me about yeah. it yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kev. Kev has not talked about the fact that there's definitely a naked Florence Pugh. In the Oppenheimer movie, what are we? Are we talking like that's a rare thing, or? Well, we haven't seen a naked Florence Pugh yet, all right? Oh, yeah. that it's, it's rare for naked women. I'm just saying Florence Pugh hasn't gone the nude yet. Yes, she has. Sure, she in has. The, in the Olivia, uh, Olivia, what's her name? Movie. What? What movie? Don't worry, darling. Don't... Wasn't that the name of that one? Yeah, that had lots of. Uh, Was she significant? In that, one? that had a lot of graphic stuff in it, sir. Yeah. I didn't think she was in that one for some reason. I don't know why. And I, I think one before that too. I just, I just, but you just think because she was a Marvel uh, character in a Disney production, you think, she oh, she probably hasn't naked. done nudity, right? I mean, Elizabeth Olsen's done nudity prior to being the uh, Scarlet Witch. I mean, it's not more than just nudity. For the record, <laughs> that was a screwed up movie. Which movie was? I don't even. I can't know what remember it was. what it's called. She was in like a cult. I know if I saw it, I'd remember it probably. But yeah, I did. that's my first memory of of her is being like, "That's the Olsen twins' little sister." Yeah, damn, so. damn. That, and then my second thought was, "This movie is screwed up." <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I I know it's not the movie. But when you said like it's it's a weird movie about like a a cult, but what popped into my head was uh, "Requiem for a Dream" with uh, um. What's her face from the Jennifer first Connelly. movie? Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I'm trying to remember. I don't think that you. I don't remember if Jennifer Connelly is nude or topless in that movie. I don't recall that she is. Yes, 
Yes, there is a scene in that movie that is that is graphic, uh, having to do with Jennifer Connelly. But I don't know that she's. I don't know that it, it's a nude thing. Yeah, it's it's graphic, the, but the it may not show Jennifer, her. What's that? It, it might not show her in the. It is very graphic without actually showing the nudity. Correct. Yeah. The one. The one. The the. I don't know why we're talking about movies you can see starlets nude in. Um, but a good movie that she is in with Joaquin Phoenix and also Dr. Manhattan, whose name I forgot. Uh, Billy uh, Crudup? And Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup, yeah. yeah. It's called, uh, whoa, what's it called? Meet the Somebodies or the Somebodies. Yes, meet the, oh, I know, I, I could have. I could have inventing the Abbots. Inventing the Abbots. Inventing the Abbots. That's it. Yeah. Um, Not meet the Fockers. No. Meet the Fockers. What a bunch of little Fockers. That that is a good movie, but there's not nudity in that one, is there? There is absolutely. There is yes. okay. Right. And that's Liv Tyler in there too. Oh, is that weird that both Betty uh, Rosses were in a movie together? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Only well, they care about Betty Ross back and to the that. fucking and the story in the movies and stuff. Still, she's in the she's in she's in she's in the new Captain America. I think. Did they say that already? I believe I believe they did. Yeah. Cool. It's gonna be Liv, Liv Tyler though, right? Lived, yeah, Liv Tyler, yeah. and then uh, Harrison Ford is taken over for the late William Hurt, right? And uh, yeah. And what's his name? The the leader. Well, that guy's coming back. Oh, yeah, what's yeah, that guy's, that guy's coming back as the leader, which is good because I always felt like that was I, that was a very like it was too set bad it up that, and they did nothing yeah, with it. Yeah, I mean, I was excited like well, you saw his fairness, hair start to grow. In fairness, they didn't proceed forward from from there. I, I mean, until you saw William Hurt again, it didn't have to be MCU. Yeah. Technically, it, it, it sort of did only because there's a deleted scene that they related to in Avengers, sort of. Well, they, but, yeah, I mean, isn't it could have been? Isn't the after credits in that version of the Hulk, the in in the Ed Norton Hulk Iron Man talking to? Uh, well, so there's Ross. that. So there's that. Yes, yeah, so there's the Tony Stark talking to William Hurt the end credit scene, and the op- the alternate opening is Bruce trying to shoot himself in the mouth and Hulk spitting it out. Which is the quote? Which is the, the event in theory that he talked about in Avengers? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember that. I don't remember that being shot though. Did they ever show that anywhere? It was. It was uh, like a alternate opening. So I think it was like on the DVD or something like that. Oh, oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. That. So that's that's Ed Norton trying to kill himself, and then the Hulk spitting out yeah. the bullet, and that was the opening scene. Yeah, that was yeah. the opening scene, and wow. he was like in like a like a blizzard or something like that, and he gets down to his knees, and he. And then you don't see the Hulk, but you see like him get big and poof. so you know you could figure out what happened. Interesting. What's uh I can't remember the guy who plays the leader. I, I... he was one of the guys in uh one of my absolute favorite movies, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I think he has three names, but I can be Tim wrong. Blake Nelson. That's it, Tim Blake Nelson. Well done, sandwich. He he was also in Buster Ballad of Buster Scruggs. He was Buster Scruggs, right? Buster Scruggs, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but he's fantastic in 
oh brother where art thou i mean as as good as that movie are. is i feel everybody like he, is. everybody is but i feel like he's my favorite cuz he's just he's just great east coast scott has been after me to watch ballad of buster scruggs i still haven't watched it i liked it it was good i mean again it's it's an anthology right it's just like is it three yeah. or four yeah. short stories so i mean it, it's like five i think yeah it, it was enjoyable i i i mean you can't go wrong with a coen brothers film right yeah uh, do they have a there, is there any any misses in the Coen Brothers? I don't know. Pull up the filmography. Let's see. I say there's got to be at least one. Let's see. Coen Brothers filmography. Bum, 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 bum. Very exciting stuff. For what the what, would, you say, what would you say is your favorite Coen Brothers? Should I go backwards or forwards? Oh, brother. Oh, brother's your favorite one. Okay, so let's start with... Uh, let's start, start with the, the first beginning. one. First, start at the beginning. Blood Simple. So I've never seen Blood Simple. I don't even know I what did. it's about. I liked it, but it wasn't that. Uh, it was before their style was really established. Yeah. So then, like, the Hudsucker Proxy. <laughs> Meh. And, but again, I, I think that they're still kind of finding their voice. Then you get Fargo. That's probably where it starts. Yeah. The the Big Lebowski. Fargo is also one of my probably top 20 oh, movies. Wait. These aren't Maybe these aren't in, these aren't in order. This is a ranking. This is somebody's ranking. So hold That's on. That's fine. Just read them off. Well, now they're not coming in the right order. Um, so Fargo, The Big Lebowski, Inside Lewin Davis. That one I didn't uh, didn't Big really Lebowski. like. I Inside Llewellyn Davis, I did not like. Yeah, I did not. I didn't like that either. Um, so that could be the one. A Serious Man. Eh. Barton Fink. Eh. Burn after reading. Uh, see mm. intolerable cruelty we're, we're right now that was okay we're right now in uh in what's his name m night Shyamalan territory yeah where he makes either really good movies or he makes baseline mediocre to not good movies yeah this can't be right bad santa's not a coen brothers movie are you sure coen brothers filmography coen brothers other works Oh, they, they, pro- produce they produced it? it. They produced it. Okay. Yeah. All right. No Country for Old I Men. I like that movie. What, Bad Santa? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the first. Me too. Actually, both of them I liked. Yeah. So Raising Arizona is way up there on my list. That's, that's again, that's establishing, I think that's establishing style. And then, they, it's, because some of those other films, they definitely abandoned what I think was what would eventually become their style, I think. So, you know, here's one I'm sad to say I have never seen, and I just, I really want to see it. No Country for Old Men. Yeah, again, not a huge fan. Really? Everybody seems to love that one. What what about the new True Grit? I love the new True Grit. Does it have the line, fill your hand, you son of a bitch? It's not a very Coen Brothers movie, to be honest. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's more, it's a remake. Not, Again, and, there's and not a in style, style. Yeah. They have established, and that kind of, that really doesn't hold up to the style. I don't know. All right. But we digress. If you, if you saw Big Lebowski and you didn't know who directed it, and you saw True Grit and didn't know who directed it, it would be unlikely you would draw a line between those two at the direction. Right, but if you saw Big Lebowski, 
Raising Arizona, uh, Oh Brother, Oh Brother, or um, Hudsucker Proxy. All of those you could you could feel. I mean, what about uh, like Miller's Crossing? Was that the Coen Brothers? That's the Coen Brothers. I, I tell you what, they also have a, a stable of actors. I mean, you know, they they like the people. They, you know, they 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 reuse uh, those actors a lot too. Like Nolan. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that says something about you know. I, I just feel like if if the actors want to work with the directors again, well, obviously there's some yeah. experience I mean, I, and that I mean, kind of stuff. All all film auteurs work the same way, right? Look at uh, who we talked about most recently, Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Same people in his movies over and over, and other people wanting to get in. You know, like this time around, Asteroid City had Tom Hanks in a role. I could easily have seen Bill Murray play, so I'm really wondering what happened there. Um, but otherwise, it's all the usual suspects in that, you know, in that movie. Christopher Guest is another one. All of Christopher Guest movies have the same cast. I mean, yeah, that cast got so tight that they just went on and started doing their own stuff, and they still use all the same people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not necessarily related with Christopher Guest. Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, Mighty Wind. For your consideration, I think that's all of them. Spinal Tap. Yeah, all the same cast. Which one? Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap is technically not Christopher Guest. Oh. He didn't direct it. Rob Reiner did. Oh, okay. And are they still making... They might have wrote it together. Yeah. Are they still making Spinal Tap too? What's that? I I mean, I remember a story that they were going to make a sequel to Spinal Tap. Is that... I wonder if that's still in the works. No, I haven't heard anything about it for years. It's when they went back out on tour, which was a long time ago now. You know what it was? It was when Mighty Wind came out because they went on tour as Spinal Tap and the Folksmen were opening for them. <laughs> so it says the you're... Folksmen is basically the three guys in Spinal Tap, which is Christopher Guest, Harry Shearer, and uh, Michael McKean are the three guys from Spinal Tap. They are also the three guys from the folks. So they would come out as the folksmen. They would do a bunch of songs, and then there would be intermission, and then they would come out as Spinal Tap. So you had the folksmen opening for Spinal Tap. I have a program of that somewhere, because I was I, I saw at least two of those shows, and I saw I was behind stage at Carnegie Hall for Spinal Tap at least once. Oh my goodness. I think twice, actually. Well, Spinal Tap 2 is set for a release date of March 19th, 2024. Yeah, sure it is. I mean, I'm reading the article right here. It is in the can. March sure 2024. Sure. You want to bet? bet it doesn't come out then? <laughs> Sandwich in, uh, in cake if it doesn't come out. You, on can't bet, you can't bet me in cake. <laughs> you have to be in cake then. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Oh boy! All right. Uh, let's see. Did, uh, sandwich. Did you watch the Loki? With that, we will bring this episode. <laughs> sandwich and cake. Episode seven thirty. Sandwich and cake. Um, no, sponsored by. Sponsored by sandwich sponsored and cake. By sandwich and cake. How about uh, the Loki season two trailer? Did you see it, sandwich? I've seen it. What'd you think? Um. So I don't know. So watching the trailer, the whole does anyone care about spoiling a trailer at this point? Do no. we have a spoiler? What are you spoiling? Okay. I don't know. People care. So, like, he's falling out of time repeatedly for some stupid reason. I don't understand the point of that. And uh, who's the guy? 
I feel bad. I don't know the actor's name. It's the guy who just won the Oscar for the everything of all at once or whatever. He's in the oh, show now. He. Key Kwan. Key Kwan. Yeah. Data. I feel bad. I don't know his name. Call him Data. Data. Call him short, short round. Short round is in this is in season two. I don't know if he'll play a major role, but it looks like he's playing some amount of a role. Because I don't imagine you get him in if he's not doing something. So that'll be interesting. And Jonathan Major's still in the trailer. So uh, I didn't uh-huh. think they'd take him out of the uh-huh. Loki season two. But uh-huh. I'm gonna, I think uh-huh. what are you gonna aha? Uh-huh. I'm gonna aha uh-huh and say there is no new footage of Jonathan Majors. Oh yeah. That footage, footage of him that's in the trailer is the end credit sequence from Ant Man. Oh, I can't imagine they would put it in there just to have that be the one scene. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean Yeah. I I I proposed to Scott earlier that before you came in that they were that they're hedging their bets. That's what I think it has to be. If they decide to proceed forward with him, he's in there. They got him. If they decide not to, they reshoot that scene with whoever's replacing him and no one is the wiser. Well, not no one is the wiser, but it'll be a little different. Or they could they could really use Loki to show a different version of Kang of whoever the new actor is too. Yeah, that yeah. just gets maybe, the introductions maybe, out of the way. Maybe Kang the Conqueror is not the one that was in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Yeah. Um. Other uh, other trailers? Did you see Twisted Twisted Metal? Does any? I mean, that's a video so game, it, right? It, Twisted Metal trailer then also came out already. Right. Um. The, the trailer did a wonderful job of showing you all of the worst parts of the show. Because <laughs> the show is actually not that bad um, from what I've seen and the little bits I've watched. The show itself isn't really horrible. The trailer looked horrible, though. The trailer looked like the show was going to be trash. So I thought, oh, great. Another horrible video game adaptation turned into a TV show, a la the Halo TV show, which was god-awful. But Twisted Metal isn't bad. It's fine. No complaints for me. I mean, it's hard to do like a really good Twisted Metal show because Twisted Metal is, you know, people driving around in cars, blowing each other up for, you know, some guy playing on the other side's entertainment, but it's fine. I don't have any major complaints. Speaking of entertainment, Hulu's brand new Futurama debuted. Did it? The reboot of Futurama. That debuted on Hulu. I haven't watched it yet, so I can't tell you anything about it because I don't know. What I do know is that you can get Futurama characters in Fortnite. Cool. Sandwich doesn't know that because he doesn't ever play Fortnite with you. What? Sandwich doesn't know that because he doesn't ever play Fortnite with you. Oh, that's true. Bender Fry and uh, what's her name? Katie Seagal's character. I forget. Leela. Leela. Leela, yeah. And little accessories like Nibbler, I think, nice. with Lita, Leah, Leah, Leah. But yeah, so there you go. There you go. What else is so going on on Hulu? Because, you know, if I don't talk about it, no one will, because apparently I'm alone in the world of Fortnite. Of Fortnite. Oh, I thought you were alone in the world of Futurama. Well, just alone in the world of Fortnite, because, you know, my friend who reloaded it back onto his system to play with me has yet to do so. Just saying. 
Just putting it out there. Yeah. Put it back on so I can play with you, Kev. Oh, well, that's awesome. But when 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 are we gonna do that? Oh, I don't know. Never. Yeah, he's like, hey, Kev, you got a little something on your shirt there, bah! and he hits you in the nose. That's kind of. It's a that's bit like that. Um, it's a bit more like, hey, Kev, I got you this kitten. What kitten? It's in this sack. Where's the sack? I threw it in the river. You better hurry. <laughs> Is that what happened to you when you were a kid, Kev? Did somebody throw your sack of kittens in the river, and that's what created the character of Big Kev that we know and love today? Sponsored by Kitten Chow. Oh, I thought it was going to be sponsored by Sack of Kittens. Do you need to get rid of kittens fast? Try our kitten-proof wow. sack. It can fit up to 15 kittens, and you can throw it in the river. Guaranteed escape-proof I don't twine. want any kittens thrown in any river. I just want to play Fortnite with my friend. I keep talking or, about the kittens these. down by the river, that you're going to live in a van down by the river. I can't. I don't want to yell the way Chris Farley does every time. In a van down by the river, I can't yell at Chris Farley. Just, just want to just want to play games with my friend. So in the van down by the river. All right, we have news, right? We have news besides me not playing Fortnite. What do we got? Come on. Uh, let's that's, see. That's the lead story this week. Lead story. The sandwich. countdown continues. How long will Sandwich continue not to play Fortnite, even though he promised he would? Promises are made to be broken anyways. News! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's top story, Archduke Ferdinand is still dead. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, how about celebrity crime, crime blotter? Ooh, who's in jail? Who's in jail now? Zachary Tyler Bryan. Anyone? Anyone? No. Home improvement? Home improvement kid. Oldest, the oldest brother on home improvement arrested for domestic violence. Again. Oh, nice. This nice. is not his first rodeo. ZTB, yep. and then he's a beater. And then isn't the wasn't the middle one that was that went on to actually do some stuff? Didn't he have like health issues? I honestly don't recall. I feel like but I feel like there was some. I feel, I feel like he was a Zachary also, wasn't he, or something? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think Jonathan Taylor name. Thomas. So he's a, he's yeah. a three name, a three name, a JTT. Uh, what else? Let's see. Um, uh, James Cameron did shut down the rumors that he was going to be working on a Ocean Gate film, so it's not going to do it. Well, I mean, I can't say is that's a surprise. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, in the uh, reboot arena, uh, Freaky Friday Two is in the works with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. In the works could mean that they're just working on. There's like a script out there, right? It doesn't mean somebody. That like, some, yeah, somebody in Hollywood might. You know, it'd be really fucked up, dude. Dude, let's announce we're doing Freaky Friday 2 with Lindsay Lohan, an Academy Award winner. Uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, That's I, not going to happen. No. All right. And then Brian, Can- Brian Cranston still wants to, uh, has been working on a script for Malcolm in the Middle reunion, which would be fun. Didn't didn't uh, Frankie Muniz, didn't he like retire from acting? Isn't he like a NASCAR think, or something? Uh, yeah, I think he is a NASCAR driver, isn't he? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm sure he'd do it. I mean, yeah, uh, if it didn't interfere with the racing schedule. I'm sure he would do it. If Brian Cranston asked him to, I'm sure he would. I was just thinking the only way that we're going to see Lindsay Lohan in a Freaky Friday movie is in a very dark theater. You know, 
the kind with, where most people don't go in because they're underage. <laughs> Do they still have those theaters? Is that the Lindsay theater on the Lohan's, island that you go to? Lindsay Lohan's Getting Freaky Friday. They, they shut down most of those now. Now regular theaters nowadays. I know. I really well, look porn for the is free. Fucking... Porn is free at the flick of a finger. So, yeah, why would they? The business model kind of struggled a little bit in the in recent years for the uh, going into the movie theater. I mean, I know you guys are too too young, but you know, when I was like in college, like films like Deep Throat were coming out in the theaters, and everybody was going to see them. The Devil and Miss Jones, even they were practically mainstream releases. Debbie does Dallas. Oh yeah, that's another good one. But, uh, was it behind the green door? The Devil behind and Miss Jones. Door, did I Marilyn see that one? Chambers? <laughs> that's a deep cut. Getting getting the name of the actress. I appreciate that. What well, I I know film history. Film history. Yes. Yes, film history is what we're talking about here on Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, let's see, film film future. Uh, in <laughs> Geek the back. Stuff XXX. <laughs> that, yeah, that's our Geek Stuff After Dark. Geek Stuff XXX. Geek stuff After Dark. Yeah. Sandwich Shop After Dark. Sandwich, have you ever seen Debbie Does Dallas? <laughs> I think we have a ripe topic for a sandwich shop. I'm cool. All right. Would you rather watch you? Shogun or Debbie Does Dallas and give your review? Which would I you think prefer? Debbie Does Dallas because that's at least a comedy. Yeah. Probably you much know, shorter I mean, than... They're all funny, but that's at least yeah. a comedy. Well, I guess Deep Throat's kind of a comedy, too. I think. How is Deep Throat a comedy? <laughs> have you seen it? No, I only know... I only know the fucking it is, it is, a, it, is it is actually it is a comedy. It's not as it's not a comedy like Debbie Does Dallas is a comedy, but it's a comedy. Is it a comedy like Full Metal Jacket's a comedy for the first twenty minutes, or is it a comedy the entire way through? Did you think Full Metal Jacket was a comedy in the first twenty minutes? I thought it was not a drama until he really? shot the until he shot the fucking guy in the bathroom. Oh, I thought it was very dramatic. Actually. <laughs> I thought it was just. Like, I liked it a hell of a lot better than. Then Full Metal Jacket 2, the second half of the movie. Uh, okay, but there's a sequel? The tr- oh, the no, you're tr- talking no, about No, that movie, uh, uh, you know, all praise to Stanley Kubrick uh, today on Big Kev's film stuff. All praise to Stanley Kubrick. But that mo- they should have extended the first part of that movie and just... I mean, I get it kind of if you view it overall as a picture of Joker's experience in the war. I get it. But I also think that that first section of that movie can totally stand on its own two feet. Like leading I up mean, and the end of the movie is when he shoots the drill sergeant or. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would have been or or or, you know, something like some sort of brief something after that, you know, saying, you know, like, I don't know, Joker talking about how it affected him the rest of the war, some shit like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Some sort of conclusion for Joker's character. Um, whereby they could have clean, you know, like ended the movie. They could have totally done that. And there was more, I think there's more material they could have shot in order to pad that out. And I think more of it was shot. If I remember when I talked to Vincent D'Onofrio and Matthew Modine uh, about the film, I'm sure that's one of the questions that I asked is there's such a stark beginning middle and end of the first part of that movie mm-hmm. that you could totally see it standing on his own i'm sure matthew modine actually told me that there was much more 
that was shot that wasn't used. And I think because they wanted to make sure that they had that second part of the, or Stanley Kubrick, I guess, wanted to make sure he had the second part of that film, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, done, I suppose. Well, I don't think they wanted, they didn't want it to be confused with Biloxi Blues, which is basically the same movie. Biloxi Blues is not the same movie. <laughs> what? They didn't, they didn't that shoot Christopher Walken at the end? That is definitely a comedy. But also, there are definitely some dramatic elements, but that is definitely a comedy. <laughs> um, and Army Early, like, just basically, like, improv his whole part, right? They just said, go be a drill sergeant, right? Like, they didn't, he didn't need a script? No, I don't think, in, I don't think entirely, but I think, I think for the most part, I, and first of all, Stanley Kubrick was not big on improvisation. So if they turned Arlie Ermy loose, uh, I don't recall. I feel like you're right about that, but I feel like there were parameters. So I don't remember. Another one who I asked about the movie, and it's 100 years ago. I barely remember what he said. So All right. Only two things come out of Texas, and that's... That's right. All right, let's, uh, let's, move, let's move on to studio news here. Uh, so Dis- Disney is saying they might sell off their TV assets. Did we talk about that last time? Iger no. is saying, what like TV assets, like like ABC, like not, oh, not oh, owning oh. a network anymore. Yeah, maybe. All right, let's see. They're going to make a Bambi, I guess, quote live action uh, with Sarah Polly directing. Oh, Sarah Polly, the little girl from Baron Munchausen. Okay, can you give me another? I mean, the name sounds familiar, but what else? Where else would uh, I know Sarah Polly from? That movie she did with with Jay Moore about underground people in L.A. Chud? Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground oh, Dwellers? No, not <laughs> Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. You said underground people in L.A. LA. <laughs> that might have been New York. I'm pretty sure it's New York, actually. You're right. No, no. I, I'm sure if you went down the list, I'd know it if I heard it. But it was, a re- it was actually a really good movie. I think it's sort of the same bunch of things told from different perspectives, but I could be wrong. It's not traffic, though. Like 100 Cigarettes? Or no, it's not black and white. Are you going down her list? No, I'm Read looking, somewhere I'm, I'm in looking the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands. Actor as an actor, not a director. I just oh. remember her being the little girl in Baron Munchausen. Munchausen. I liked that movie. Mm. It's kind of weird, but I, I like the name of it. That was Terry Gilliam. Yeah, I was just saying, it, it, it's, you know, as a follow-up to Time Bandits, right? I think it was quite a while after Time Bandits, but yeah. I love Time Bandits, too. The fuck movie is Time Bandits? Except the... You've oh, never seen Time Bandits? Sandwich Shop. No, I've never even heard of tam- Time Bandits. I think we smell a sandwich shop sandwich. Uh, go- just because just some obscure movie from the 70s you want me to watch doesn't I mean I have to watch it. Not from the 70s. Oh, I'm sorry, the 60s. No. It's not the 60s either. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. When when Scott was really in college. Yeah. So the 50. the Jim Moore's movie you're talking about is Go. Go. Yeah. Yeah, Go. Yeah, it's Go. Um, And then uh, what movie were we talking about for the sandwich show? Uh, Time, Time Bandits. Bandits. Time Bandits is... 80, 81, I think. The it, It's first oh, yes. directed by Terry Gilliam. Right, so one of the yeah. one of the original members of Monty Python, and 
the premise is that there are these, I don't know, a band of there's bandits. Well, yeah, they're, they're, in, they're they 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 the time. time. They have the supreme being, who's basically God. Uh, they've stolen his map to all the holes in time, so they can travel through time using this map, and they're using it to steal wealth. And so, you know, they end up on the Titanic, and they end up in ancient Rome, and they end up all over the and whatever it is. And they, but one of the holes takes them through this child's bedroom, so the child gets swept up with them, and so the whole movie is through the eyes of this kid going on this adventure, running away from the supreme being, and the devil's in it too. And the devil was played by. Sark, right? What, what's the, what's the actor's I, name who just died? I don't. I think they're. Oh yeah, no, there is a supreme. Return the map. Yeah, that's right, the supreme being. Return what you have stolen. Um, I don't think he's the devil. He has a different name, and it's David Warner. I think it's just evil. I think he's just called evil. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't know if he's just evil. And and but and so here's the thing. He's in that movie. I'm sorry. John Connery. Yes, that's right. It's a, it's a good movie. I, I mean, again, it, it it's it's got the it's it's got the absurdity of Terry Gilliam. It's very weird in certain in certain I th- ways. I think but it's a good I sandwich. Movie. I actually think you'd enjoy that movie. Yeah, I do. I do too. Uh, all right. So enough enough sandwich shop. Benedict Cumberbatch says hints that the Doctor Strange uh, might return to the Marvel next year. So you know, if the writer's strike ever ends and they start making stuff again, what do you do? You think he'll show up in? Uh, Doctor Strange three, even what? stranger. <laughs> the strangest, the strangening, the strangening. Well, if 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 he's leaving the role and they're going to turn it over to somebody, that could be the reason for it. Why would he leave the role of of all the of all the heroes? That's the one that can get old, and it's okay. You know what I mean? Like he wants to get old. I mean, yeah, I he, he's maybe, the he, sorcerer maybe he just doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, who knows why these people leave these cherry rolls? You know, who knows why? Did Did you guys watch the Stan Lee documentary on uh, Disney Plus? Nope. So I guess uh, the family of Jack of so. Neil Kirby, who posted a series of tweets with the assistance of his daughter Jillian Kirby, uh, the complaint states that the Lee that Lee reserves far too much credit for creating the Fantastic Four, the Incredible Hulk, and other Marvel characters, uh, and that Kirby had a hand in bringing them to life. So again, the I think that's the that's the same thing that has been said of Bob Kane and Stan Lee quite yeah, often everybody. is that they take too much credit for the creation of some of these characters that yep. others were involved in. Uh, including Sandwich's favorite character, who? The Hulk. The Hulk. So when you think of the Hulk, who do you think created the Hulk? I mean, I think Stanley. You know, just because, like, when Bill he gets Bixby. the credit. Bill Bixby, yes. Sandwich, have you watched the, the Incredible Hulk show from the 70s, starring Bill Bixby? Starring Bill Bixby. Is that the guy? That's the Lou Ferrigno one, right? Yes. 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 Have you watched I've it? Seen, I've seen a couple episodes. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I mean... And it, it's it's not even Bruce. It's David Banner, right? David Banner. David Bruce Banner. There was David a reason. There was a reason. I read... I looked that up because I only knew the show when I first started, like, 
seeing comic books and stuff. So I'm like, why is it Bruce Banner? Because it's David Banner, because I only knew it from the show. And then why did they change the name? So I looked that up not that long ago, and it, it had something to do with, like, the producer, like, knew somebody named Bruce and or didn't like somebody named Bruce and changed the name to David. Uh, but it was just a weird kind of very arbitrary change. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, when I was a kid, long before you and Kev were born, though that was a very common phrase, was, Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's just such, I mean... Because the Hulk was a, just like the Hulk and Wonder Woman and Batman. Like, everybody watched them. There were only three networks. I mean, like, everybody watched those shows when they were on. So. There's only three networks? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, there's three networks. That's right, just three. What, what, what were happened the, to the other ones? Name the three there networks. There were no other ones. That's right. Oh, my mom went to her grave saying there were only three networks. I tried to convince her. I'm like, Mom, it's the UPN. Mom, it's the CW. Mom, it's FX, or and she's like, no, those don't count. She, I'm like, you watch uh, reruns of NCIS on the USA Network all the time. That's not a network. There's only three networks. What are they, Sandwich? Name them. Uh, I'm gonna just go based on big ones. So, is there uh, CBS? That's one. Yes. ABC. Bing. ABC. Bing. NBC. There it is. Bing. Now, can you tell me what those letters stand for? It's like. American Broadcasting Channel or something like that? Oh, it's all, all broadcasting channels, right? Nope, not channel. That's the word you had wrong. Service? Service, Service does not start with a C, sir. <laughs> oh, ABC. Oh, fuck. <laughs> broadcasting conglomerate? I don't even know. Close. C-O. Corporation? M. Composite? I don't even know. P. Computer? I don't know. A. Company. There you go. (laughs) American Broadcasting Company. Is the American Broadcasting Company the National Broadcasting Company? And CBS was Columbia. I can't remember what CBS something broadcasting service, but I think isn't it Columbia? I don't remember what the C was. It's Columbia, right? Do you know? I don't know that one. That one's a tough one. What do they yeah, start having is, other channels? It is Columbia yeah, Broadcasting like, System. Was that like a, uh, I don't like know. a semi-recent adventure? I would say, I mean, obviously cable existed and there were other channels. I mean, you know, there were yes. 13 channels. I mean, well, it was 2 through 13 on an original turn-a-switch TV, right? Uh, but, I mean, the networks were the three main ones, right? ABC, CBS, and NBC. But then, so I remember, like, probably in the late 80s, you got Fox. Like, Fox was the next like network like the first network and then there was a ton of i mean you know but it was geared to the younger audience right because the older people wouldn't watch uh, you know a fourth network so that's where i'm Fox only watching my cbs that's, that's right to the younger audience younger i'm audience. only watching the nbc all right i'm gonna have to go and join you live via satellite all right so you want to take us to break first and with that we will bring this episode of geek stuff TV and film stuff, episode 725. 30, 730. 730, the one we're calling Sponsored By to a break, and we'll be right back. Here you go. (laughs) That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without. Parm Crisp Snack Mix. 
Farm Crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like Farm Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs kept, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Parm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. They are, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this? 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. (laughs) Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. Hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. (laughs) Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. 
Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the Art, Comedy, and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hello, this is Pee Wee Herman. I know you are, but what am I? And you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Why? What's the significance? I don't know! (laughs) Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Kev Una Studios. It's Geek Stuff. TNG. During our commercial break, you're in from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. All right, so Kev should be joining us 
at some point from live via satellite, right? On the island. He's got a satellite phone like they had in Jurassic Park. Yes. Is that on his island? I think he's on the island where they filmed Jurassic Park. I think he is. Yeah. I think we mentioned that. Yeah. I did I did that tour. It was actually pretty cool. I, hey, I mean, you know, hey Scott. Yeah. Didn't they used to have phones in cars? I mean, yeah, a car phone like actually physically attached to the car was a, was a thing yeah. for a hot minute. That they, they were also what? that's when they were the size of a of a backpack that you would carry so, around. So they just I, I can't. It. So I guess when you dialed with it, it have a. Do you know what number it would be? Would it come to a number? I mean, yeah, just like a cell phone has a number, you could dial in and out. I didn't know you could dial into someone's car. Yeah, you call them that's in the car. Cool. Well, I mean, heck, okay, all right. Hold on, got to put the show on hold because you need to look up Manix. Hold on, just a second. I'm going to put the show on hold. So we just had a history of car phones starting as early as like 1957, but yeah. it was like, it still had the, what do you call that kind of curly cord? Like the, the old, like, like as if you had a house phone and, and a rotary dial in a car phone. Imagine that. See, I always hated those cords because uh, as someone who's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound like I'm trying to relate to people. I'm not, but I had one at my job for some reason they had old phones that would just be there. And at my job, some old phone like equipment would be used until we finally upgraded out of the stone age. And my cord would get like, you know how it's a nice coil. It would become a not nice coil and like coil in on itself. And I couldn't adjust my cord. It's like, man, I lose like half a cord because it's like tangled in itself and you can't twist it right to make it. It's a pain in the butt. So cords. Yeah. Thank God we're, we're a cordless society now. Right. I mean, you know, I'm sure many people who work on phones at work have a regular still, like where you pick up the phone and hold yeah. it, not uh, not a, a cell phone. When I was a kid, there was one phone in the kitchen and one phone in my parents' bedroom. So that was there were two phones in the house. So when the phone rang, you had to get up out of your ass watching TV and walk into the kitchen to answer that phone because there wasn't a phone in the living room. <laughs> and uh, the one thing that I remember most and best about the my the where my phone was in the kitchen i could look out the window from the kitchen and see across the street to the girl that lived across the street and there was a their phone was right by a window in the front of their house and so again if i would call the number there was no caller id there was none of that stuff back then no star 69 i would see when she would get up off of the couch and walk to go answer the phone and so right as she would reach for the phone because i could see it i would just hang up and I'd spent one, you know, one weekday afternoon in the summer laughing my ass off because I would wait five minutes, call again, and then I could wait as long as I wanted because I knew when she was going to get to the phone. So no matter how long she waited, goes, no, they're just going to stop. They're just going to stop. And then the second she would reach for it, I would hang up. It was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, uh, I then tried to have my own prank show, but uh, I got beat up by punk on MTV. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, hey, live and direct. From the satellites, Big Kev, welcome to the show. Hello. 
We were talking about car phones, incidentally, on the show. What's the one show when I say car phone, what show do you think of? Uh, I don't know. Manix. Yeah, that's before my time. I know, I know, but we were talking about car phones, and uh, I don't know, how did we even get on? I don't even remember where we, why did we get talk about car phones, Sandwich? Car phones? Uh, I think we talked about the past and things of old. Oh, okay. Satellite, satellite, he's calling in on a satellite phone. Satellite phone, big phone, car phone. Okay. <laughs> there you that's go, figure it, it out. Follow, right. I, I followed my own track. Let's see. So, hey, Kev. You, oh, go ahead. Are you, upset, sandwich, are you upset that we that we do a lot of um, sandwich shop humor? No. Okay, I'm just checking. No, it's a bit. I say, oh, I don't want to do a sandwich shop. You say, you do it. I don't do it anyways. We yell at each other. We laugh. We move on. Oh, no, no. It's only that way now. The sandwich shop's coming back. Anyways, news. Always. Always, anyways, news. Anyways, news. Uh, let's talk about product for just a second. Uh, so, did you see the uh, the Power Rangers like figures? I guess they were they they had been produced in New Zealand for quite some time for the last twenty years, well, and they're not going to produce. Not even anymore? the 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 show was being produced in New Zealand for twenty plus years. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not product. It's the show is not going to be produced there anymore. Yes, the show is moving from New Zealand. Where are they going to produce it? Two decades. I don't even know if they've even said where it's going. Um, but yeah, they pulled out of New Zealand. And shows have been basically, what's great about Power Rangers, great and bad, they all look like they're in the same vague city because they're all basically filmed in New Zealand. So there's only so many places. So, you know, they shot in the same Rocky Quarry, the same Rocky Quarry fight scene for two decades at this point. So... Now they're, I guess, going to look for greener pastures somewhere. I think, I think, the company got sold or bought or something, and that's where this all came from. Where you know they're moving, uh, shoots. I don't know why they'd leave New Zealand. I guess I imagine it's an amount of cheaper, but um, maybe they moved to New Jersey, not New Jersey, America. I was thinking greatly, America. New Jersey would make no sense. It's too expensive. Um, but I mean, they've also been the the old days. They would just shoot walking around scenes because japan would just send fight scenes to the company and then we would absorb the fight scenes be like okay what normal scenes can we make to relate to these fight scenes so they would just send them all right the power rangers are fighting a clown monster this week it's like okay clown monster so they go to the circus and they're going to interact with something and then you'll cut back and splice in the japanese footage of them fighting and you'll splice them back afterwards and, so that's how they used to do Power Rangers. How they, not how they do it anymore. Like now they, they still, I like... think they film. They'll do a Japanese version, and there's an American version of the shows. Yeah, so they're so kind of like, like they're filming the so, fight scenes. They use one fight scene, but then yeah. for the non, when they're not in costume, then they have yeah. the American yes. actors, the yes. Japanese actors, the whatever whoever they're going to use for wherever they're yes. going to ship the show. That's, it, how, that's how they used to do it. Nowadays, they just do straight everyone, you know, this is the American version of Power Rangers geek stuff, and the Japanese version will be called, like, Super Sentai geek stuff. Oh, all right. It says there's been 30 seasons of it, and who owns it, Kev? Who owns the production company that makes the Power Rangers show? The band? Hasbro. It's a Hasbro production. They must have bought it from the band, then. Yeah, Yeah, Saban before that, wasn't it? Saban, I think, is still the... It might be the 
TV production company, but I think it's still owned by Hasbro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are they still Mighty and Morphin? No, that was the first season. They they have gone through so many different. They've done so many Thunders and and Ninjas, and they were cops for a while for like a season or two. They they Do change they, up. They still go go. Um, sometimes, sometimes they go go. Um, t- it all depends. Speaking of product, one of the most popular collectibles on the market right now would be Mezco's 112 Green Ranger. Yeah. Holy cats. The second market on that is unreal. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's crazy. Could I have picked that up at San Diego or did I not? Did, was that not where it came from? No, I, I think they had some at San Diego. They which, did. I saw pictures of it. Which, in retrospect, if if you know, if I had thought that through, first of all, I should have sent you over there for another reason, because the um, a figure that I actually wanted, um, the Space Gomez. Um, so it's Mezco's, you know, Roach dude. Yeah, yeah. Gomez, same Gomez, in like this this Mork from Orc looking suit. With all these amazing, absolutely amazing accessories. So they had the standalone figure there, which I wanted to I wanted to get the standalone figure. And right now the only way you were able to get it, which by the way, of course, is sold out, is with a one twelfth scale mech. I don't know if we talked about that on the show or not. That thing was amazing looking. Did you go to Mezco? I did. Uh, no. I, yeah, I, their booth was great. I took I took a bunch of pictures of the of the product there. I really liked the Mezco booth. That was probably one of my favorite booths at. Uh, did you see that mech? I, I did. I don't. I don't think I took. Uh, it has a yellow canopy, and it has a roach guy with like Mork from Orc suit on driving it. Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking at my photos from. Uh, from the Mezco booth, I saw the Destro. There was a Batman. Right. Uh, oh, there he is. Okay, so no, this is. Oh, hold on, shoot. Uh, what's the name of their little Roach guy? I think it's Gomez, isn't it? Gomez. So this says, like, Voices Gomez. I see a Union Gomez. So he's got like a, a hard hat and like a gas that mask, character, but with a giant mech. Yeah, let me see if I got a picture of the mech. I don't know that I did. Well, the point is, is the only way to get that figure is if you order it with the mech. But at San Diego, they sold him as a standalone. And I wish I had known that. I somehow missed that information because I would definitely have asked you to pick one of those up for me. Um, Because there are so many absolutely bitchin' accessories with that figure that you could display him in a completely different and unique way, uh, uh, not driving the mech. Um, because, he, I mean, it's an amazing figure with accessories and everything else. Uh, you know, just just amazing. I was really, really, really pleased when I saw that. I mean, it's nice. The standalone exists. And at some point, people will stop loving it. And I'll be able to get one that's a standalone um, and not driving the mech. But, you know, like... I just thought that was an amazing figure. Not to take anything away from the Green Ranger, which is also an amazing figure. I don't know how Mezco nailed, I think, the 112 guy in one of those costumes 
look. I mean, it looks dead on proportions and everything else. I think it looks yeah. dead on. I'm no pro here, so I would yield to the pro in the room, but I think it looks nearly perfect. No, they, they all look really awesome. I, I, I wish I could get them because I do really want them, especially with the last one in the set being uh, previewed on Mezco. I love them all just because they all look really, really good. And yeah. I know I make fun of Kevin the display thing all the time. And he accepts that because he loves me and I love him. But I would display the fuck out nice. of these Power Ranger Mezco figures. Nice caveat. I would and love yet, to display I, I, those Power Rangers. I know you would. I'd get I'd I would go all out. Like that'd be like when you walk into my home, it would be the Power Ranger display and then everything else. Like and then pictures of my family and stuff. It's like first see my display and then you get to see the rest of us. Here's my Power Rangers display. Family over there. Yeah. What about your Hulk display? What is is Hulk the the big bad that the Power Rangers are assembling to fight? Because that is, is that the display you're going to have? Are you going to cross pollinate? No, that no. Way? I mean honestly, the display I would imagine having would just be, which wouldn't make sense really, because they're the green and the white Ranger is the same dude. It's Jason David Frank, the guy who passed away. Um, he's playing the same character there, so you really can't have them both in the same shot. I'd have to pick and choose how I'd want to do it. Um, but honestly, you know, the great thing about Power Rangers is they just pose and things explode behind them all the time. So I'd probably just pose them how they pose when things explode and maybe have like a fake explosion behind them. That'd be pretty funny. Have you seen have you seen uh, like some of those guys that do the the action figure photography where they like you know, they put like firecrackers and stuff behind their yeah, their yeah. figures and then and then it... There there is one guy yeah. I follow on TikTok who does amazing like videos showing the shots he'll make up and then shows the shot. Yeah. It's like cinematic the whole way. Like, cause that stuff's cool. Cause I've seen ones where it looks like it's like a stormtrooper like walking through some alien land and like it's muggy looking and it, lo- it looks like a shot from a movie or from a TV show or like it looks yeah. incredible. Yeah. And it's in like the dude's aquarium. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like the shot looks like they're life size and it's and it, re- and it looks yeah cinematic like sandwich said but then yeah, yeah he just did it with same yeah. action figures you and i can have right you know just he just has the talent to go behind it um who's who's the guy kev that has like his whole basement is all like the uh you know the oh, six okay. inch sized all the different uh, he's got everybody in there like he's made all the i don't know uh like a pinball machine that fits with them and all that, you, you know. You you oh, send me the name on. Oh, 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 that's his attic. It's his attic. It's Rot Gut Station. Rot Gut Station. That's the one. Yeah. Same thing. It's like just. I mean, again, he's just built these whole, you know, world rooms, room after room for the, those small figures, and it's great. Look, you can look him up on Facebook. I think it's Empire Toy Works. If one of you has Facebook open, you can look. I think I'm pretty sure it's Empire Toy Works. That guy is fucking amazing. I mean, you talk about toy photography and set building and telling a story with a single photo. And I don't think anybody's doing it as good as that guy. And that guy's doing it in four inch. You know what I mean? All the stuff that he does is four inch. You know, most of the you know, and I, I I'm I'm going to caveat this by saying most, not all of the great toy photography being done now is all six inch figures. This guy's doing four inch. He's using 
across the board collectibles from every different uh, kind of, uh, you know, style and company and, and license. And they're all mixed together. He kits his own ships. He makes his own buildings, which he also sells on eBay, which are amazing. And they're actually like wood and like other actual materials. They're not like paper. And yeah, the guy's amazing. I mean, yeah, absolutely good call there, Scott. That's an excellent example. So, so not only is he carving and creating the the figures and the and the backgrounds and everything, and then when he takes the photos of them, they look they look almost like uh, like paintings. Some of them. I mean, you know, it's they're just they're so well done and they're so interesting. So yeah, check out Empire Toy Works on uh, on Instagram and Facebook probably as well. So Empire Toy Works, pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was something else I wanted to do while we have you, Kev. Uh, let's go to Anime Alley and uh, talk about, I don't know oh, if we mentioned this. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Princess Mononoke returns to the big screen for a Studio Ghibli Fest in 2023. It returns to the big screen every couple of years in a Studio Ghibli Fest. So <laughs> it's not like world-breaking news, you know. Oh, this just out. Uh, that movie is in theaters again, 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 again. So it's every couple of years they break out one of the Studio Ghibli movies or a couple of them and do, you know, one of these, uh, what are they called, that company that does the... Uh, Fathom Events, that's what I was going to say. Fathom Events, there you go. So uh, this uh, this episode should uh, make its debut on August 4th, Saturday, August 5th at 3. You can get the Japanese version with subtitles. Uh, on Sunday the 6th, you get the English dubbed, and at 7, it's also English dubbed. And they're doing it again on Monday and Tuesday. So yeah, you've got like five opportunities to watch it. Um, um, I think three opportunities are dubbed, and two are in the original Japanese with subtitles. So, um, Sandwich, have you ever seen Princess Mononoke? Yes. <laughs> He's just going to say I, that now I, so you I, don't say Sandwich Shop. No, I have. I had seen Princess Mononoke. I, I was in a Princess Mononoke D&D one-shot, so I had to watch it. That's interesting. Who yes. ran that? Uh, one of my friends down up here by me. One of the ones that you like but didn't like, that you kicked out, but then now we're friends. I didn't kick him out. God's sake. Uh, just... Sandwich and Kevlor, uh, Kevin hates all of Sandwich's friends. And I've pushed them away from Sandwich before. That is not true. Holy shit. That is just fucking mean. But except for Alex, because Alex is Sandwich's Sandwich, and Kev likes yeah. Sandwich's yeah, Sandwich, exactly. right? Yeah, I like yeah. that kid. He likes that kid. <laughs> I did not. Now, now, now you gotta tell <laughs> You can't just leave that shit hanging. Okay, so, what actually happened it, when... when me and Kev were doing excessive a, a lot of time at Retailer X's shop. At the time of the scenario, D&D was fucking huge. And me and my friends were in the front area and like essentially the last real play space for D&D playing Magic. And rightfully so, we've said this before, Kev was w- approached us and said, hey guys, listen, I don't want to be that guy, I feel bad, but we need this space for D&D, so unfortunately you guys got to pack this up because we're going to need this space. And rightfully so, they did. Get but your little cards time, and get the hell out of here. Who are not as close to Kev as I was, 
or a little pissed off, and it created some hard feelings. Now, over the years, he has since talked to all of them and hashed it out um, with the ones that matter. There's one guy who we kind of don't like anymore anyway, so fuck that guy. Um, but the Is ones that the matter... Asian? What was that? See the Asian kid? No, the Asian kid. The Asian kid's the good kid. I like that kid. He's the one who ran the Princess Mononoke game. I figure. Yeah. Yes. Um, so for friend, the yo. record, I got no beef with them, and with one exception, maybe they all don't have beef with me. Yes. Oh, man, Kev won't let us play Magic in the front of the store anymore. Where, where are we gonna play Magic? I got, I got this new, this new set. I've got some cards that do stuff. I don't, I don't know enough about Magic to ad lib this. Go I, I got nothing. My mom's basement. We can play with our Magic cards there, sir. Wow. Right. Now that's that's not fair. You can't say it like that. Um, Why? Because kind of the not... way that you know. I hate everybody. Everybody hates me. Is not true. Just saying. Where's mine? Okay, game? back in theaters. <laughs> Again, the has... character of Big Kev has certain qualities that are separate from the actor that plays the character of Big Kev. Yeah, Kev yes. actually. Kev uses characters <laughs> to portray. Yeah, I, like to, I, am I, like... nothing, I am nothing like me in real life. <laughs> I like uh, to imagine that uh, one of them is the mask and one of them is the person, and part of being Kev's friend is finding out where the mask stops and Kev begins. You know, uh, there was a kind of like Batman. There was a recent. Well, that is really, that is really insightful, Sandwich. I actually think that is entirely true, and there's a whole gaggle of crazy girls that would probably agree with you. <laughs> we we have to redo the whole. I know uh, some of them. We have to redo the whole scene from the end of Kill Bill, where where Bill says the soup does tells the Superman and the mask story, but rework yeah. that with Kev. Yes. Um, yeah, except nobody liked Kill Bill too. Yeah, but like that, but that scene is good. I mean, that scene is mm-hmm. the best scene in the movie. Yes. Kill Bill One was perfect. Kill Bill Two was a letdown. We're drifting back into film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mezco, Power Rangers. Have they gone to pre-order? Did we miss those? Those, yeah, those are out now at this point, I believe. I think they went to pre-order. Are they all of them. So the only one that's not out now is the one that they previewed recently. But right, the set of five came out, and then oh. the the Green Ranger. And and you didn't get that. You wanted it, but you didn't get it. Well, it's four hundred dollars for the set of five, right? But so, like, so yeah, but so you wanted it. I mean, that I was like it, yeah. that was up there. You, you yeah. but you made I the financially uh, stable decision to not yeah. get it. Like, yeah, with you know my job, I could get it. I could spend most of my paycheck in theory, or get like I could spend a lot of money and get this fucking wonderful. It's fucking gorgeous. Fuck, stop looking at it. Um, Why didn't you get it? Look at the I look at the joy it would have brought Mexico you. Stuff. Is it still? Is it on the wait list? It's on the wait list or is now. It just sold out. It's wait listed. I don't think it's out yet, dude. I'm. I. I, I think you should put it for that wait list. It was. They've been turned the wait list a lot lately. What? Look, I'm just saying. Look, let's you and I will talk about it after the show. No, it's fine. On that note, let me tell you, I, I did wait list for the turtles. Well, like, Turtles makes sense. Like, I will not bump you on Turtles, because Turtles are enough of a wheelhouse. For sure. No, I'm, I'm, fu- 
furiously angry at the fact that I waitlisted for those turtles because everyone is talking about those turtles like they're the second goddamn coming. They look after good. Seeing, after seeing them in San Diego, everybody's like, holy shit. And then they, they previewed Casey Jones, and everybody's yes. like, holy shit, they're going deep. And so I was like, God damn it. But I just want red bandanas. Yeah. Just do a black and white set with red bandanas. I'm amazed they didn't just do it, just do separate heads with red bandanas at least. That's what I said. Why the fuck didn't they just do separate heads? Do a head pack. You know, do something. Oh, they could just sell it Meanwhile, as a separate as a separate item. What's that? They could sell it as a separate item, just here's the four heads with, with red. Well they they yeah, sent they sent three heads with the deluxe. There's each one has three heads. One of them could just be the red one mask. Red bandana, yeah. yeah. Or you know, they could really they could really do it right. They could do all three heads with red bandanas. That's twelve heads. You get you probably get like hundred bucks for that. Probably cost them twenty dollars to produce. I mean, they sent a lot of stuff. They won't do that, but they could do that. You get a lot of stuff with this deluxe box set. Oh my god! No, man, that's what I'm telling you. And none of it, none of it is really coded, except the bandanas. And and it's definitely Eastman's designs. It's definitely Eastman and Laird era designs. Because if you look at that one, there's one shot. Of them, you're looking up at them. They're standing on a roof. It's literally from the first issue of the book. That classic shot. And what's the sticker price? Four, which is hysterical. If the Power Rangers set of five was four hundred, and the Turtle set of four is four hundred, and the Power Rangers are also four hundred, that's really strange. Hey, hey, Kev. What about the ghost? Yeah. It, it calls to me. <laughs> but you haven't made the decision yet. No, I got. I got till September. They're at uh, they're at nine and the nine thousand something now at this point. Yeah, Where I they know. At? Nine thousand two hundred ninety-two. They're gonna stall now, big time. Yeah. Because, as usual, they have missed the boat entirely when it comes to unlocks. Because they, while announcing them all up front, I think was the right thing to do. However, that they are a single carded figure that you won't want to open because those cards are only available in that set. They once again don't get it. Yeah. However, have you looked at that thing? It's fucking beautiful. No, I mean, it looks great. Did you see it live, Scott? Did you get in there and look at it? I I did not get in there to look at it. That's too bad. But it's amazing. Hey, Kev, let me ask you this question. I know for for quite a while, some places made packaging that, like, had, like, a magnetic opener. Like, you could still card it, but you could open it and get the figure out and put the figure back in. Why don't they do something like that with these? It wasn't necessarily magnetic, per se. It was, like, friction closing. Mythic Legions and Cosmic Legions from our friends at the Four Horsemen, I'm pretty sure that's resealable packaging still. Um, it costs more. But I mean, but this is a this is a Haslab. This is some this is a premium product. Yep. Why wouldn't you, that's that's when you do this? God, it costs more. 
which oh, means it's a, it's their a, profit is less. It's a profit thing. I get it. I get it. Uh. And Hasbro is a bunch of cutthroat assholes. So they're not going to do anything extra just because fans want it. Like, I don't know, include the whole fucking crew. How about that? It's two figures short to be in the whole crew. Why not just make it the whole crew? The thing would have been fully funded by now if they had just included five figures for them. And they're four-inch figures. It's not fucking, it's not like a mint. You know, it's five figures. What are they, 20 bucks a piece retail? A hundred, hundred bucks? They could have easily done that. And you know what's going to happen? If Ahsoka sucks, which it will not, if it did, though, this this Hazlet might, you know, might might stall for good. Now they're they're funded, right? Yeah, no, they're they're past, they have the initial target goal done. Yeah, so it'll still get made, but will it unlock everything else? If Ahsoka sucks, there's a reasonable possibility that it won't. So who knows? But it does it does call to me. Yes, I love that ship. I loved the Rebels cartoon. I'm very excited about Ahsoka because it is a sequel to Rebels. So if you haven't seen Rebels yet, you really ought to squeeze it in. You got time. Doesn't that thing launch on like August 3rd? Isn't that like two days from now? Yeah, it's coming up real soon. The, the, the trailer was out for that too, actually, but I didn't get a chance to see it yet. I saw like little parts of the trailer, but not the whole thing. So that's that's how I feel about the ghost. And I still think I I find it going back to Mezco, I find it hard to believe that they would not redo those turtles with red, either in black and white with red bandanas or just full color with red bandanas. Maybe they do some other little alterations. Maybe they're bloody, you know, something. I don't know. But I, I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of that set. But because I was panicked, because everybody's talking about it like the next coming, I waitlisted it. You know, because I'm an idiot. But still, I waitlisted it. Ah- Ahsoka's August 23rd, by the way. But yeah, I think, that, I think that you're right. If they put out another another batch that has, you know, like battle damage and red bandanas, they're going to clean up, right? It would sell through the roof. It'd be gone in a day. If it had been red, red bandanas this time, even if it had been extra heads, it would have been they, they sold out in a minute. That's what everybody said. All the classics guys are like, no red bandanas, no buy. Now, that said, if you have the website open, go to the five points section. Bum, 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 bum. Where's the five points? Oh, here Is it, it up there? Trying to find it. Five points. Seeing lots of five points. Which one are we looking for? Ninja Turtles. Is it up there yet? I'm not seeing it yet. Okay, so they're doing... Did you see this at the booth, Scott? They're doing a set of five points turtles all with red bandanas. You can Google it. Mezco, five points, Ninja Turtles, and you'll see. Those they're doing with red bandanas. The oh, fully yeah. articulated today. Looks cool. 
I think we're losing Kev at this point. He's, he's, the satellite has gone behind the clouds, and we are losing Kev. I will say the, fi- the five points Mezco uh, Ninja Turtles in question, I found them online. Uh, they do look pretty cool. I do like them. I, I always feel weird about five points just because I know it sounds dumb now because, you know, some toys are just five points. I just like more articulation, but the five points do look really nice. Yeah, see, five points for me is the – that's the nostalgia. That's the original Star Wars figures. So, you know, I love those reaction figures. And, I mean, at this point, you know, what, a new reaction figure is, what, 15 bucks? And I'm just like, come on. It's supposed – you know, if it should be under 10, and then that's the, that's the price point where I would feel, you know – even that's a little expensive, but you know, oh, here's all of the characters from a show that I like for, you know, ten bucks a character. Still a little expensive, but if it's twenty bucks a character, there's no way. It was just no way. They're no grabbing way. you by your nostalgia bubble. Oh no, and, and and that's a powerful that's a powerful drug, right? Nostalgia, really, you know, and that's uh, so. Yeah, you got two things, right? It's the old Star Wars figure, five points style but then it's whatever else whatever you know fandom that you like and you can get both of those things in one um you know that's what i heard uh uh to to, to plug the vintage uh, rpg podcast they were talking about those the the dungeons and dragons uh book cover characters right from from super seven right and, and then they said the same thing he said these didn't exist back in the day but it looks and feels like it would have which makes it really cool so it's like it's not really it is nostalgia but it's not nostalgia because there wasn't like there was that toy back then it's the but the the book is the nostalgia and then the figure is of that book so it just he said it just hit some very weird uh you know memory feelings but uh he really liked the those three you got the you got the 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 fighter one from, from super seven right Kev, I don't know. Did I? You, I mean, you did. That was. I mean, I so, would have to check in. So why why did you get the fighter and not those other three, like book cover ones? Why were those not a big deal? I guess because you said you think you'll get those cheaper when they're on clearance. Is that what you said? The fighter, the fighter is a San Diego exclusive. The other three aren't, which means eventually will be here somewhere. You're right. All right. Well, hey, I think we're losing you, Kev. Uh, yep, we're losing you, Kev, so I think we should bring this uh, show to a close. Kev, if you can come back and give your social media, do it right now. Perfect. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> Um, yeah, so be sure to check out uh, Big Kev, which is, uh, uh, what is it, BK Geek Stuff on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, Big Kev GS on Xbox, where you can play where you can play Fortnite with him, because we know Sandwich isn't going to. Sandwich, what's your social media? You can find me on uh, Instagram and not Fortnite at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Also, can we even say Twitter anymore? When did it, when, when is it X? X. I think it is officially X. I, so we got X and Threads. Oh, this is awful, awful. I'm, I'm going to put you back in so, charge so, of social it's media. Still Twitter today. You're it's still Twitter right now. You're going to be back in charge of social media sandwich. That's it. That's which would you rather do? A sandwich shop every week, or be in charge of social media? Which which one are you going to need? One a week. Okay, cool. One a week. I can do that. 
Yeah. Yeah, he'd rather do that because it's more fun. Social media. Social media sucks. Uh, if you'd like to apply to be our social media manager, call the GVM line. 301-730-2547. We're taking applications at New York Comic Con. Booth, booth number. Auditions. Auditions. Oh, there's a couch. If you audition to be our social media manager, you'll get an option to maybe get a free ticket for one of our many fabulous raffle prizes we will have at New York Comic Con. One of which is that uh, McFarlane yeah. Batman exclusive from San Diego. One of which featuring that that the McFarlane Batman Batmobile. Is it just the Batmobile or no. is it Batman and the Batmobile? It's just Batman. It's the it's gold Batman. gold series. And, Batman. No, 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 no! It's two different things. It is the gold label 1989 Michael Keaton figure and Batmobile. That's one. The other one is the San Diego exclusive Nightfall Batman. Yeah. All right. Be yeah. Sure, be sure to, to meet us out okay, there. Which, by the way, on that note, on the San, on the New York Comic Con note, I really need you to get over to Target and start eating peanut butter monster yes. from the good cars because we're going to need a bunch. This episode okay. sponsored by Peanut Butter Monster. From Target. Yeah, Target brand peanut butter monster. I really like first the first exclusive sponsor. Peanut butter flavor. I really like the peanut butter flavor and the peanut butter taste. Alright, uh, you can find me at Pi Day Scott on all the social medias, including threads, and uh, be sure to follow the show. Go over to patreon.com slash geekstufftng or geekstufftng.com uh, and all those places. If you call the GVM line, 201-730-2547. Leave us a message you could hear yourself on a future episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, Kev, can you bring it home, or do you want me to do that? You should probably do it. All right, well, with that, we will bring this episode, episode 730, sponsored by, to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying... Good night. Sinead O'Connor wherever you are and on that note we cue the music it's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away I go out every night and sleep all day Since you took your love away Since you've been gone I can do whatever I want I can see whomever I choose Eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant But nothing, I said nothing can take away these blues Cause nothing compares Nothing compares to
Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.